You're listening to the Down at Bellevue podcast, the number one Wakefield Trinity fan podcast talking all things Trim. Hello and welcome back to the Down at Bellevue podcast. It's Matt again with Dan. Unfortunately, as you'll have seen on Twitter, there is no more Amy. It's just us two from now on. So it's going to be more biased, more negative than ever before. Um, <laughs> and speaking of negativity, I suppose we might as well just get straight into it and talk about the Wigan game, Dan. Um, should we try to pick out some positives first? Oh, I think the first half of the whole was pretty positive, really. We defended well. We dominated the possession. We had a lot of the ball. We had it in the right areas at field. Yeah. Obviously, the one negative was just the six points on the board. And even that was more of a, a very good individual effort from a prop forward to bar- barrage's way through. Yeah. We said when we reviewed, sort of preview, preview the season that Lena and Miller weren't going to you know, click straight away and it would take time and that's fine. But with the possession we had and the amount of ball we had at that end, not come away with anything other than that one try, which wasn't even really created by anything too spectacular than a, a solo effort. Yeah. A little bit disappointing, but I think, you know, the, the first type of performance, if we could have maintained that throughout the game, we wouldn't have been far off and, I know Wigan had a lot of players out, and especially in the backs, but you know, Wigan are still a good team, and when they drop into their second-choice positions, they're still very good players. So I think the worry for me is it will probably the, the, the centres and the, the comfortably dominated in that area, and they had Liam Farrell and Willie Isa, who were naturally second rowers yeah, in no, that I position. Yeah. But I think we show what we can do in that first half, and we can be strong, resilient, we can... We can keep the ball in the right areas of the field, but it's it's turning that into points. That's the uh, that's the big problem. No, I agree. And do you know what? Whilst we're talking on positives, we might as well just talk about that try because uh, there weren't many from this game really. Um, Dave Fafita sort of looks back to his best. I don't, I don't think he's quite at twenty seventeen level yet, but I think that performance, coupled with the Leeds performance as well, I think he's starting to get back to a more suitable level for him after the last two years where, to be honest, I, I don't think he's been as good as he could have been. Um, granted, he's had his injuries and stuff and he is starting to get a bit older. But I was I was really encouraged, actually, by Fafita's performance. It was, it was him and Westerman were the ones that really stood up for me and, and showed the quality that they, they have. Um, I suppose, trying to think of other positives now... Um, like you say, Miller, Miller was everywhere. Yeah, uh, I, thought, I thought Miller played well. It looks he looks a bit better himself now that he's got someone that's going to be a, a permanent partner who's yeah. who's going to take a bit more of the organisational role. And you know, I, I'm, I'm sure all fans appreciate that it's going to take time for the two of them to click to get to know each other. These things don't happen overnight. It's going to take a few games, and that's fine. But I just think to come away with only six points in that first half, especially given the ball position, is disappointing. Yeah. And that's not, and obviously that's, that's not just on them. There's there's other players. You know, you've got Westman's quite a, a ball playing forward, and you know your centres and wingers are a big part of that as well. So it's not all on them, but obviously yeah. they're the main catalyst of of what goes out out wide to to the wingers. No, no, I agree. Um, I think sometimes as well, I've seen quite a few comments about Lena on Twitter saying he's not good enough in his bang average and stuff, and 
I was I was impressed with him in the first half. I don't know about you, but I thought he's, he was tackling everything that came near him. He, he, he tried taking on the line a little bit. And I think part of it, partly it is down to having a very flat line, which I don't understand. But I was I was fairly encouraged by Lino. Yeah, I think I think to call any player not good enough and terrible after two games against, you know, one against the Leeds team who again weren't full strength, but at least you know, still a very good Leeds team. And then against a, a Wigan team who in the forwards department we know are some of the toughest and grubbiest in the league. So I think for anyone to, to call him out as not good enough already for two games is, is very reactionary. And yeah. That's you know, it needs it needs time and you know, ten games in, if things still aren't clicking, you might kind of go, All right, is he the man for the job? But yeah, I think after two games against the opponents we played, it's it's a little bit early to go on that one. I think if we're ten games time and we're saying, "Oh, we're sure, we're sure on him," and he's down on a three-year contract, I'm I'm getting a bit worried there. Um, <laughs> but but I'm, hopefully it doesn't come to that because I think there is signs there. I think there's a there is definitely a player in there. He's got his good his his goal kicking is very good. I don't necessarily think his infield kicking is bad. I think it, it might do to be better once he gets used to playing over here. Yeah. Um, and I think if he carries on to try taking the line and people offer him options as he's doing it, that'll be all right. But at the minute, I, when he was trying to take on the line, I wasn't really thinking who's with him and stuff. And I don't want to dig out the hookers too much. Like, There's been a lot of talk about them too. Uh, from myself as well, I've, I put something on Twitter as well. It's not that I don't rate either of them. I do. I think they're both great hook, well, great players. I think Josh Wood's perfect to switch around with Kyle Wood, and even if Crowther's there, I feel all right with him swapping around with Kyle uh, with Kyle Wood. The problem is Crowther's a loose forward. When you look at him play, he's, a, he's more of a loose forward than a yeah. than a hooker, yeah. and both of them don't have that edge that Kyle Wood has. If you get what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I think we do miss Kyle Wood when he's not. When he's not in the team, he's it's it's a different type of hooker. Josh Wood is is sharp, he's quick out of out of out of play of the ball. And if you look at all the great teams, they've all they've all got that. Look at Darrell Clark at Warrington and Sam Powell at Wigan. They've all got that turn of pace, that acceleration to go to the line. Yeah. You know that that's not everything in a hooker. And Josh Wood is a great hooker, but that's not his. That's not the way he plays. That's, like that's fine because when you switch up with Carl Wood, that that makes it work. So I do think when Carl Wood comes back, we will be. A, slight, a slightly better team in the sense that when we can bring him on running at tied forwards he's going to create gaps he's going to create space for then Miller and Lino to work for the back of yeah. and move, move us into the right areas of the field and hopefully again he's a different option in that final third I mean we've we've tried to pull out some positives there I guess um, yeah, I thought we did quite well though yeah yeah we've, managed, <laughs> yeah we've talked more than I thought we would about the positives um, negatives really Tom, Tom going off injured and it's yeah. a, I know it's a head injury so it, it can't be helped they happen any player yeah. could get that it's, it's just frustrating and I guess it's frustrating for him as well especially in the weekend before Wayne sort of announces the team that he's sort of looking at already Yeah, that he's had to go off with another injury and I feel for him because he's we miss him we miss him when he's not on the pitch but he oh, also absolutely. deserves the opportunity to play at this that level and yeah yeah it's it's just frustrating, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to spend too long going over the negative. Everyone's seen the game, or at least seen the highlights. 
we know we'll play that second half. I don't know what was said at half time, but clearly it made players switch off. Wigan, yeah, they might have stepped up upper gear, but some of the tries were pretty sloppy defence. Plays out of position and just being pulled around too easy. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people say it's only two games, but it's not two games. This has been going on for a while. Yeah, it's and two I years. Two years with it. I mean. Since the start of that twenty nineteen, I think yeah. Well, it was that, that game against time, that game against London when we went out went down to London. Yeah, when I think we shot to like fourteen points up and then just got absolutely battered by them. And we've just looked at different teams since start of that season. And it's I, I get it's difficult to sack a coach right now. Finances, you know, we're not nobody going through gates, and I'm not necessarily. Chester out as such because there is other people on the scene like we've brought Andy Last and we've brought Willie Poach and again same with Miller and Lino it's going to take time yeah and you know maybe deserve that time maybe a straight after the game I'm thinking get rid of Chester I might even have tweeted I don't even know I tweet stuff out of rage and fear and I think part of that becomes because you can't beat the game to vent your frustration I think that's the same for a lot of people and that kind of because just something else where I've seen a lot of people calling other fans out for saying you're not going to support because you want Chester out. Just because I've got a different opinion on what they think's best for the club, it doesn't make them a bad fan. They still yeah. pay the money, they still buy the shirts, season tickets, sponsorship, whatever else. Which means I've got a different opinion. You know, we could we could get rid of Chester and end up in a worse position. We yeah. could get rid of Chester and end up flying to top four. Unless you get rid of him, you don't know what's going to happen. But, if, you know... I appreciate from the club's point of view, it's a very difficult move to make at the moment. Finances. We're not, I mean, even when there's fans going through the gate, we're not a well financed club. No. We, 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 we have money, we spend what we can afford, and that's it. We don't have the luxuries that some other clubs have. Because I had a few people tweet me saying, Well, what do you expect? Top four? I don't expect top four. No. No. And this is what I mean. Like, I, I, I understand as Wakefield fans that sometimes we do get sucked into being a bit more negative about our own team than, than most teams probably do. We we always seem to say, oh, if we finish eighth and we get to a semi-final, that's a good season. Mm. And that shouldn't that shouldn't be anyone's ambition. You shouldn't be aspiring to get to one before the final. Like that's, yeah. that's It just doesn't make sense to me. And I know it's sort of hard conditioned in us because I, I know that I've said that before a few years mm. ago. Yeah. It, like you, you do, you think, oh, if we can just finish mid-table, that'd be nice. No, you you enter a competition to win the competition. I don't. Yeah, I don't people might want to say I'm deluded. Whatever, I'm not bothered. You enter a competition to win the competition, and if you're not in, if you're not going to win it, then what's the point in being in it? And when I'm seeing fans calling out fans and, and like you say, saying, oh, we should we should be aiming for eleventh because that's where our budget is. No, that's that's not. That's not a sensible thing to say. No. Look at what Salford did. <laughs> like two exactly, years in a row. Yeah, absolutely. Salford got to a grand final. And that, that all that all comes from good recruitment and good coaching. Yeah. And that's not me digging out Chris Chester, he's a bad coach. We should be doing that. Absolutely not. But that comes from good coaching, not just for me and Watson, but all the way down to the physios and even further down the chain. And they have proved that it is possible. It's not easy. I think I, I think I put it out on Twitter. After we've spoke to we spoke to John, and we spoke yeah. to people from within the club, such as Phil, and everyone has backed up. We've heard it firsthand from John that the club has never been run better off the field since I've watched the club in twenty years. Yeah, I've never known two 
owners, chairman, be so on it with everything. They do everything by the book. They don't spend what they can't afford. They do everything as it should be done. Yeah. And if we can match that with the on-field performances, then there's yeah. absolutely no reason this club cannot keep progressing. If we get a new, if, it, if this stadium happens, which when we spoke to Johnny, we're confident it would, there's more revenue coming in. More revenue means better players. Better players means more winning more games, getting to finals. Yeah. Just just with sort of what you've been saying about the recruitment and everything, I'll just go through the team and say who's been who started on Thursday night and, and who was signed by Chester. So Rocky was signed by Chester. Um then there was uh, next one is Lino, Fafita, Pitts and Westerman. Do you think we're getting good value out of them players? It's hard to say on Lena because yeah, uh, okay, he's, yeah, I just yeah, come fair enough. For Feeder, I think we've other than what happened last year, let's, you know, it, it looks like he's playing back to hundred percent, you know, and if, if that's how it's going to be, then then fine, I can forgive and forget last year. That's that's not a problem. So I'd say out of Feeder, yeah, I think Westerman's a very good player. I'm not sure we've seen the best out of him, but at the same time. We've never played that well, but he's been involved in the team. So, if if we're in a run of good form and he was in the team, then absolutely. Hampshire, I like Hampshire. I think he offers. I think he can offer something. My, my problem with Hampshire is I don't think he's got a fixed position, and I think we've seen that when he's been at Wake. He's played. He's played on the wing. He's played at fullback. He's been in the halves. And as good as it is to have someone that is. Yeah. capable of playing his position. I think it's almost to his detriment and that's why realistically looking when one to seventeen are fit, he ain't part of that. No, and I, I completely agree with that. I when I seen Hampshire play for Wakefield, um I, I don't know what his best position is. And I know some people think he's a seven. I personally don't. I I, I don't think he's um quite quick enough with, with the ball in hand to, to play seven in Super League. Um I think I think it shows it at fullback as well when he's when he's getting the ball off Miller or Lino, he tries start facing up the defenders and and doing some sort of quick feet before moving it on. You don't get that with Max, and no. I, I'm not sure he's a fullback. I'd like <laughs> I'd like to see him actually play a hooker. Yeah, I, I, I think when Carl wasn't at the team, it's it's another option. It it, it gives yeah. you that pace that you don't get with with Crowther and uh, Josh Wood. Yeah. But I love I love Crowther defensively. I think Crowther's yeah, probably, and, and and Wood absolutely. as well. I, yeah, I just yeah. think they're both warriors in defence. They will tackle anything that goes near them. I mean, the contentious try for Ollie Partington, Crowther, in my opinion, holds the ball up. He, mm, he somehow yeah. gets back there and does it all on his own. Yeah, um, But his distribution, it wasn't it wasn't great. He threw a pass on the floor and. It's, it's little things like that that you think hmm, he's at, he's not in the right position. I, I don't think you get that from Hampshire because he's a ball handler. He, he's good yeah, with yeah. his hands. Like I'm just not sure he's quite a seven. No, I, yeah, I I would like to see when Josh when uh, Carl Woods not available to give that that more pace out of that area. Whether yeah. it's something that's been looked at, or you know, there may be a good reason that we don't see in training yeah. that you know. Obviously, we're commenting on what we can, what we see in the games, and we don't know what his full capability is based on what he shows in training. Obviously, the coaches do, so I'm not suggesting that we know better than Chris yeah. Chester. That's it's just something personally. I think would yeah. be would be good to see trialed, and you know, it could have been tried in training, and it might not work in that yeah. case. 
fair enough but obviously we're not privy to that information yeah yet. like you, like you say when we're not when we can't see what goes on in training but from what we've seen on the pitch and when he's played in the positions that he has done his best position for Wakefield has probably been on the wing <laughs> and I don't think he's a winger no speaking, and that's quite a nice segue actually because speaking of people we don't think are wingers um in his senior uh thoughts I like him. I, I do like him. I think he's quick. He's strong. You know, I've I've never seen less than hundred percent. But I just think technically he doesn't appear to have that wing ability that we see from yeah. from what we saw from Ben Jones Bishop that we see from Johnston. And I I kind of question why we actually kept Liam K if we're not actually going to play him because we've yeah. given that number five shirt, but we're not playing him on the wing we're playing I think senior is probably more of a centre mm. and I think he would I think when he's you know in a few years time he'll be a very good one mm. he's got all the attributes so I'd like to see Liam Kay given that wing spot because he's a natural winger he's, he's, he's a proven try scorer I know a lot of it is in a league below Super League but yeah, he still knows his way to the line and I'd even put you know like Kershaw over senior yeah. on the wing I don't I don't know. I just he just doesn't look to the same technical ability that a winger should have, no. and we are very blessed to see Tom Johnson every week. But he just doesn't strike me having that same ability. I think what what did it for me on Thursday night was being out jumped by Liam Farrell, who's a second rower. He's a smaller man than him, mm-hmm. and and his technique was just all wrong for a winger. And yeah. like you say, I, when you when you're going up for a high ball. I mean, I'm I'm no winger, <laughs> but you you got taught to try and catch it with the hands above your heads and um, try and claim it that way because that way you get more of a reach on it. And yeah. The way players are protected now in defence, that you're not going to get a hit in the rib cage if no, you're doing no. that. So I just think I just sort of didn't get the the technique. And I think with Liam Kay, you you get guaranteed set set starters you, you know yeah, you're yeah. Get is a strong runner out of um out of deep i mean i'll say that that's not said that senior isn't but it's no, just, it's it's you know it's something else that k can also do that yeah that as this well as what, being that natural wing position. this is what i've been saying about lee kershaw for three years <laughs> lee he, kershaw fan club i i'm gonna stick with it mate I, i'm keeping in that fan club even if no one else wants to join me in it um <laughs> I'm going to keep banging the drum until he's top scorer. I mean, what did I say <laughs> the other day? Was it, oh, he could play in any NRL team? I'll, yeah, I'll be, honest, I'll be honest, I'd had a few beers at that point. So. Strange, strange call. <laughs> strange call. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think... Um, I think one thing, again, without being... Too, we, have, you know, we, have, we have got a very difficult first six games. I don't think anybody can deny that. And, yeah. you know, we now only lost to Leeds... Leads with a lot of injuries, but still, you know, leads at, home, leads at home, even though our home game, which makes no sense, but we'll even go down that road. Mm. And, but we, we got like eight to meet performance in a sense. We, we did lose a 12 point lead. I think, I think we didn't, you know, I think that's been a problem with Chester's teams for the last two years where oh. we don't give eight to minute performances. I think when we played Leeds, they were, they were very under strength. Okay, it was at their home ground, but they had no outside backs that worried me. And I looked no. at that team and I thought we should really be getting it out there, out wide. And we did for a time, and we scored points and broke them down. Whereas, and then we had that weird 
10 minute spell before half time and they came back and yeah whatever fine it happens but then to do it again against Wigan where we play for 50 minutes and then capitulate for 30 the the difference with Leeds and what we didn't completely collapse we were still always in the game yeah whereas Wigan we just well we weren't (laughs) 10 minutes into the second half and it were I don't want to say game over but it it more or less was yeah, they, were, they were dominant and they were threatening and we, we just couldn't get that ball. That, I thought there was an issue with conditioning. I thought there was an issue with the fitness and, and, and like I say, we're not we're not privy to any information and what have you and we might be completely wrong on this, but I, I don't mind getting battered and bruised and getting a, and getting a beating, really. Um, but what I don't like is when they're getting out-infused and they're out, and they yeah. just look at like they're out on the feet after fifty minutes of the second game of the season. Um, I'm, I've, I've never been really convinced by the conditioning levels, even when we had as good seasons. I think yeah. they've been poor for a long time, and I think it is something that the club really needs to look at and address. But like I say, we 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 don't see everything. Um, I, I'm just a bit worried that this trend where we seem to have. Over the last two years as well, it's not just the first two games. Over the last two years, where we seem to play for 50, 60 minutes in a game um, and then not be in it for 20 minutes, and and it costs us. That's why we've that's why we've got a win percentage of 19 percent at the minute. Of over was it 48 yeah. games? It's 50, yeah. I've tweeted out, and I now got a bit of criticism for that tweet, but. And I know of that 700 and something days, you know, a lot of it's been in lockdown without competition, but 18 wins since the start of 2019, whatever way you dress it up, it's not a, it's not it's a pretty not figure. And I wasn't trying to be negative with it or, I mean, I won't try to be positive with it either, but <laughs> it was more just to prove, prove a point or show where we're at at the minute. And yeah, I don't know. We just, I think, I feel like we've not been helped at the start of the season fixtures and, I think this Challenge Cup game has probably come at the right time because I don't want to play Saints. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got, we've got her the week after. Um, so, so you sort of touched on the Challenge Cup there. Um, is there anything you want to see changed from the team that played? We'll get into the Challenge Cup in a little bit in more depth, but from watching that Wigan performance, is there anyone that you think, I, I don't want to see them? On, on Saturday, I'd like to say a few changes. That's not particularly about individual performances, but it's just about giving different people a go. Different, yeah. Obviously, we're not going to see Johnson because concussion. It's not. It's not even worth risking it. Is it, if, is if, it not if, seven days? I think it's seven days. It depends on the severity. So, uh, so I would. To be honest, right. I wouldn't. If it is something that's a bit iffy, I wouldn't. have person, I wouldn't want to see him risk because I think. The league's more of priority as much as I love. I would love to, I mean, uh, obviously, a 25 year old's never seen us in a final, and you have to say the Challenge Cup is the most yeah. likely route I've seen us in a final, but I, I don't know. I, you've got, I think you've got to keep Lino and Miller together to keep building that yeah. partnership. I, I wouldn't I want agree. to see that change. I'd like to see either Kay or Kershaw on the, on the or Kay and Kershaw probably if we've got playing Johnson on the wings. I think I'd like to see Brad, Joe. I'd like to see Rundle back in. I'd like to see Yeah. Him. I think uh, Brad Walker had a very good end last season. Yeah. Give him a, you know, I just 
keep other people fresh because there's, there's, well, it seems there's going to be sort of three, four teams in this rele- relegation yeah. argument. They've got Lee Hook, and us, and they, they, they three. I, I would like. To, I do think yeah. we are stronger than them two. I don't think, and I think we're considerably stronger. I think we're stronger than Salford as well. I I know and, you didn't mention them there, but I've, what I've seen from Salford so far, I've, I've not been impressed really. I think no, they've not. They've not done anything the high, to it, and they've had probably easy fixtures as well. Well, no, no, probably they have had easy fixture, easier fixtures as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, the hype around Richard Marshall, I just never understood. He, he didn't do a fantastic job at um, Halifax. There's a reason they got rid of him and put Simon Griggs in charge. Mm. All right, he, he went to Saints, but that Saints team could have won with anyone being in coaching. Like, it was that good. Yeah, well, that's a good team. Uh, I, yeah. I I think, just, I just a big loss for them as well is that the condition that's followed Ian Watson to the yeah, field. Massively, massively. He, you know, I don't think ever, even in that run where Salford went to the grand final, I didn't see him look. They never looked out of breath. They never looked. No. They, looked they looked absolutely spot on for every game, physically, um, and just just all around from from one to seventeen. They looked at the right mindset and the right body condition. So you could probably even pull. So I think Salford will be all right. I don't think they're going anywhere. But you so can't yeah. put Salford in that debate. I think they're really missing uh, the hooker Lussick as well. I think oh, he's a real he's a big, big miss. Big loss, yeah, definitely. He's he's a fantastic hooker, and, and for whatever, well, he's he's playing in the NRL, isn't he? So mm. you, you kind of just got to accept that that happens. And but yeah, I mean, the team with Kevin Brown at seven, I'm still not convinced that they'll be doing much as much as everyone uh, seems to think they'll be fine. I probably bought into the. Uh, the hi- maybe the hype. I don't know. I, I thought Salford would go all right this year. I think we touched it on the preview. I think you and Amy both laughed at me. <laughs> that's probably now justified. But well, we're yeah. only two games in. This is what everyone keeps saying to well, us. As we're only two games in. So yeah, and yeah, I'm trying to stay upbeat. I am. Uh, I will be upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of. We might as well, we might as well just cover a couple of things that have happened in, in this week. Then so the new American League has been announced. Uh, are you bothered? See, I was I was pro Toronto up until a point. I thought Sonny Billings were a great signing, brought quite a lot to rugby league. Um, didn't work out. Whether it would have worked out if COVID wasn't a thing, we'll never know. Um, but honestly, no. <laughs> nah. To be honest, I was looking through the teams and. I was like, yeah, these are all great places in America, and and I I do hope it works. I hope it really does kick on, and and we get another top tier league in the world. Yeah, and yeah. I hope, and I hope that France progresses because I know there's a lot of talk about France sort of upping its game in rugby league and and mm. becoming a more competitive league for the big leagues. And if you get a North American league, and you get a Canadian league, I think as well, which is happening. Um, yeah. You get an American league, uh, sorry, French league. You've got ours in Super League. You've got the um, NRL down under. You start to get a bit more of a global game, and I, I really think that rugby league needs the them matches. You can't as yeah, much yeah, as as much as the the Wiggins and the Leeds and the the St Helens of the world like to moan about Wakefield. Even they're not the ones that are going to make it big around the world. They're not. No, no. You, I think you've got sorry US got, and. Yeah, the, I think the US is a big market for Blee. I think, you know, if it's marketed right, you could pull a lot of people in. Yeah. And NFL, uh, American football, NFL is, is probably the biggest sport over there. And it's not 
obviously there's, there's a lot of similarities in the sense it's a very physical sport. It's it, I, I just think if it's market right, you'll put, you can get you, you can pull those fans in. I think they did try that when they took the test match between England and New Zealand to Denver. Yeah, where they kind of advertised it as NFL without the pads. Yeah. And you know, America's going along going, Whoa, these guys are crazy. There's no pads, they're smacking lumps out of each other. And America's lived for that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. if, if promo right, market right, put in the right places, then I think you could build something pretty, pretty special over there. And I, I no, I can't say any minute I'm over bothered about it, but that doesn't mean to say that I don't I hope it doesn't work. I hope it's a roaring success. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. I think for me, you look at the place names that are involved and you think this is a great idea in principle, but will it, I don't know how the finance and that I, I don't know too yeah. much about it. All I saw is that it was being announced and that Toronto, Ottawa and, and New York were all linked to coming to our game. Well, we're going to be in that competition now. So um, I, I think it's good in terms of growing the overall profile of, of the global game. And I think that is how you impact that. I don't think it is by taking England and uh, New Zealand to, to Denver. It might have had its benefits. It might have got some exposure. But I just, I, just, I don't think it would follow up on that issue there. I think well, it jumped, up a, bit, it jumped up a bit of interest, but it just never got... They drummed up that interest and kind of let it fizzle out. There was yeah. nothing there straight after, like... You know, the, the biggest thing about the... Very, very different, but the biggest thing about the Olympics is is the legacy it leaves behind. Yeah. And we didn't put anything in place that I'm aware of, of that I've seen, that would that left a lasting footprint for rugby league in that ta- in that area. I could be wrong, I think, and if I am, please tell me. But <laughs> I I've not seen anything that's like a lasting imprint of rugby league in that area. Yeah, I think we shoot ourselves in the foot way too much as a sport, though. Like when you think about the World Cups that has been in rugby league, where do they get hosted? England and Australia. That's that's yeah. genuinely all it is. You never get anywhere else hosting. All right, you might get the odd game um, in Papua New Guinea if it's down. Yeah, yeah. You might get the odd game um, in uh, Wales if it's over here. But they don't seem to have any sort of expansion. I know the American bid didn't end up being credible or whatever, but there's so many places around the world where you could take this game and, and really build on something i'd love to see it in like a, i'd love to see it in france i think france would be a I think, great sport. i think that has been, i think that has i think they are planning a bid for the next time it got i think i think it'd be for 2029 yeah World Cup. after are, it's been in england and uh, australia again yeah they? yeah well yeah they are um they are in talks i believe i read some other day that they are interested in hosting it so you know i've already touched on if they're building up their game that'd be a great addition to the French game, if you can take a World Cup over there. Yeah, and once you once you do that, and I know we're sort of getting off topic from Wakefield, but once you do that, you can start to have, a, I don't want to say Club World Cup, but that sort of thing where yeah, yeah. The, the, the best of France take on the best of New Zealand England. and England. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. You grow the game that way. You don't grow it by throwing Wigan and Leeds in Australia. They've no. seen both teams, you know, yeah. that, they know what that's about. Yeah. But, I'll give I'll give a Ken Davy a call see if he's got any spaces open. Yeah, two, yeah. two positions for some great ideas. I'll tell you what, you could, me and you could start out rugby league in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where we're at. Um, uh, so, good, good, it's good your baby's not here. be killing us now. <laughs> sort of going back to the the game against Wigan and, and not getting onto negatives. It's more about Chester as the coach. Um, in his post match press conference, he 
said some things that weren't taken well. And even by other fans of other clubs, I saw people saying Chester needs to be put out of his misery and stuff like that. Now, I'm not going to ask you Chester in, Chester out, because <laughs> we're, we're both on the same sort of page on that. We're, we're kind of, let's give it a couple, couple of games and then we'll make our minds up. But when you hear the coach saying things like, oh, we've got an attitude problem two games in, how does that sort of make you think? It's not a good look, and no. whether it was said for effect on the players, because obviously you know the players are going to listen. Obviously, going to listen to that, going to hear that. It's more, almost like come and prove me wrong. I don't know, but it just doesn't bode well that after two games and one preseason friendly, that you're questioning players' attitudes when. This is when they should be at the, well, it's when they should be at the peak physical best because it start of the season. There's no, there shouldn't be, you know, there's no major knocks. They've, they've had a, a long off season, and they've just come out of preseason training where they're supposed to be at the fittest. So if there's attitude problems, you, you question why they've not been picked up mm. in the preseason because sure, if they're not if they're not giving their all in the games, they're not going to give their all in preseason training. Up at six in the morning, when nobody falls ill. Yeah, did, did the, we get us, did we get the first uh, the boys are doing it tough at the minute? Did we did we get the first one of them? I don't think we've had that, I don't think we've had that one yet, and it's only a matter of time. I mean, we've that's the other thing we have, we've not got that many injuries for a change. No. And obviously that's what's Tom, concerning. Had Tom to listen. I do think Max the big loss, and I think Eddie Batty will make a difference. I think Cal would. I, th- I think the three that are missing will make a difference. Yeah, but I'm not sure they'll make enough of a difference to change that result against Wigan maybe the one against yeah. Leeds but not no. one against Wigan that's that's the worrying factor for me yeah I'm, I, I, I'll be honest I, I'm a bit concerned about them words being said by Chester yeah. uh, we, me and you and Amy have both all talked about it in, in our sort of like um, DMs about where we're at in terms of Chester in Chester out and it, it, it did sort of make me a bit more concerned than I was when I heard that because I didn't hear it at the time because I turned the game off. I was I was fuming, but when I've <laughs> when I've watched it back, I was thinking that is that isn't great. That you shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, and if if fans of other clubs are pick up on it as well, that's it's, and especially when especially when you've got Andy Lass sitting there on the bench, who's was a head coach at Hull last year, and you've got Willie Poaching, who's had what. 10, 10, 15 years now mm. sitting on benches as an assistant. Working in that environment. You think, yeah. is it is it, is it time? Chester's given us five good years. Is it time? Um, but we're not yeah. the ones making that decision. So, no. <laughs> and, and if we were, and if we were, we'd be sat like, going, mm, uh, mm, shall yeah. we, shouldn't we? We've so got to remember, it, it's it's Carter and Minard's, Minard's money as well, isn't it? It's, oh, it's not God. just, yeah, yeah. like, they, they've got to decide on that. And as much as we, we don't have any sort of affiliation with the club or anything. It's all we are is supporters. Like that, that's that's all we are. We're fans and supporters who pay our money to go watch Wakefield. They're the ones that are paying for everything, especially in this this sort of period in time in the world where money is a little bit tighter for everyone. Um, I guess it, it does make it a bit of a harder decision than oh, we've had two bad games. Let's get rid. So, yeah, it's, uh, money's all. I mean, money's a factor, always a factor. This kind of thing, but even more so yeah. now. And already kind of touching it, we know we're not the richest club. We spend what we can afford, and if financially it doesn't work, then I guess the hands are tied. But 
I think I mentioned before, it's that fine line of you, you can't disillusion too many fans. Yeah. Because that will probably sting you more further down the line with, you know, fans who have sponsored players going, you know what, well, I am spending a thousand pounds at this, t- this day and age. So I can't yeah. have, you know, maybe a few years ago I could afford to, you know, this my club, I love it. You know, drops in season tickets and I'll, I haven't managed to buy a season ticket this year, not because of performances for one reason or another. And, but people will, you know, if, if you have another past season, people will question whether they want to spend that money. And yeah, it, it's that final, it is, it's a very fine line. And I'll be honest, I'm glad I'm not the one that's making those yeah. calls. I'll leave it to John, who I have, you know, after speaking to him, I do have full trust in that he has 100% got the club's best interest at heart and there with yeah. Michael and, and everyone we've spoken to backs that up as well. So, I am confident that the club has ever been better run off the field. And yeah. I think if we can get some performances that match, then, you know, we, we, could, we, we really could build something. Or maybe I'm just deluded. <laughs> should, <Who> we, <laughs> should we just take a quick look at the, uh, the the down at Bellevue Fantasy League and see how well slash bad we're all doing? I've got a gripe with this because for some reason, <laughs> my first week's points haven't counted. So it looks like I'm way down at the bottom, which is not fair. I'm not impressed. <laughs> So well, whoever, we, whoever runs it on Super League side, sort your stuff out. Yeah, yeah. If they're listening, get it sorted because I've got <laughs> two teams that, that need extra points. But someone that doesn't need extra points is Craig Sherwood, who <laughs> North Yorkshire Trinity Division has somehow managed to get on top of this league. He's got some absolutely fantastic players in there. But he's also got a couple of players that were against Wakefield, so that probably helped. Um, has he got J- has he got Bibi by any chance? He's got he's got Bibi and Farrell. So oh, okay. He's got Bibi and oh. Farrell, and then he's got Paul McShane who does everything for Castleford. Oh. We've got sixty four points. So there's a lot of points in there. Uh, congratulations to our week two leader, who is Craig Sherwood. Um, I'll just quickly go back to week one because uh, I think that was Callum Wood who won that one. Um, I'm not sure if he's changed his team and I can't actually see what he had last week, which is my fault because I forgot to do it last week. <laughs> it's because I didn't have you and Amy with me, that's why. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, Liam. Um, <laughs> he did have John Bateman, though, who got a ridiculous amount of points last week. Yeah. Um, and Blake Austin, who also got a ridiculous amount of points. So that's why he was so far ahead. Um, yeah, so that they're the two first two week winners. Um, no, no prizes. Just no. There's no prizes. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we don't get money for no, this. We're not made of money. We don't, we don't get any money from this. It's cost it's negative. Like... This, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're hiding money from us. <laughs> yeah, mate, if I had money to fucking, sh- if I had money to share out, I would. Be. That's um. good. It's not money, but I am doing a giveaway for the uh, the sporting prints company yeah. that we did one on the on the Twitter pod, so. If you go onto my Twitter and give that a retweet, you can uh, have a chance of winning one of them. I've bought all four. I didn't get no discount if I'm doing a giveaway. Bought all four, <laughs> though. And they are, um, they are really good prints, really good quality. And it's, I think the, the beauty of it is it's, you know, it's quite rare that you get stuff like that for rugby. So, yeah. Well, I did. Head over to my Twitter. You can have a, well, you can try and win one. If I like well, we... you, if I like you, I'll pick you. <laughs> just, just to clarify, we we didn't get the choice in who won the the podcast one. By the way, just just before anyone starts saying, <laughs> and, I, and, and I won't have a choice in this one either. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, just as well, just want to say congratulations to Helen, who won ours. Uh, yeah, it'll look fantastic in your front room above the fireplace. Um, <laughs> and- Another thing as well, they do um, do custom ones. So yeah, if, you, that's true. if there's something a little bit different, you have to be sure if you ask them, they'll, uh, they'll do that for you. And they do football as well. So, and I know it sounds like we're just plugging them now, <laughs> but, they've done it. but they do football as well. So if you're, if you're any club fan if you're a Leeds United fan like me you can get a Pablo Hernandez or you can, if you're a Chelsea fan like Dan you get a Drogba penalty in the Champions League final whatever you want they, they, they will cater for you um, just obviously drop them a message the link will be on Dan's tweet and I'll link that to the description as well um, should we get into sort of discussing Catalan a little bit yeah I've, I've, want yeah, to? yeah God, let's get off it <laughs> um they started very strangely, I think is how I'd like to put it. Yeah, the whole card game. Where I'm, I'm, I watched, I watching that, and I think it got to tw- I want to say twenty four, twelve, and like ten minutes left. And I kind of thought, ah, I'm yeah. nip out. I'm, I've, I've got stuff to do. I'm going to nip out and do some stuff. And I came back, and it was extra time. And I'm like, hang on, <laughs> what's, what's going on here? So I kind of, I kind of thought we don't really need whole car picking points against Catalan, which luckily didn't, thanks to the beautiful golden point rule, which I'm all for. Which I know I'm not <laughs> I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm not um, when it's Max need. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we played them last year in Cup, didn't we? Uh, a little yeah. bit different than the Featherstone we were supposed to get. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, to be honest, if I can go to Wembley. And watch us play in the cup this year, which you know, obviously, assuming we get there, then I'm all for it. If if I can't go to Wembley and we get to the cup, it'll break my heart. So I don't want to think about that. I'll be honest. Uh, I, I, felt, I felt I did. I did feel very sorry for the Salford fans last year. Yeah, but, but they did get the grand final the year before that. So did and we've had neither. So I'll exactly. take Agra this year and yeah. this year only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eighth in a semi, I think is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think they sat. They were so strange against Carl, uh, against uh, OKR. It was it was such a weird game, and the simbining that Busquets got, and they I think they just weren't match fit. Like they've not really had a long preseason like the rest of us. Um, and I think it showed. But against Huddersfield, I thought they were heading like really good. Yeah, I've been surprised it was feel so far. I thought it'd be a little bit better. I think I don't have not had an season, but. I, I, I think they're a one man too. I think I think they really Yeah, are. I think he's a big part of what they do. Yeah, it's, definitely. I'd love to play Huddersfield this weekend actually, just to try and get some <laughs> Well that, that's that's how we brought the duck last time, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I just um yeah, no, it's it's um it's a tough one, this Catalan. I, mm. for the first time this season I'm 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 not thinking we're gonna win, which I've yeah. always been I always back Wakefield, even if even if I'm negative through the week, I'll always still go. Yeah, but we're going to win this one. We are. I know we are. <laughs> and I did it all last year, and that's where it went wrong. So this time, I'm just. I've started to say we're going to get hammered. Yeah, I think. I don't. Again, I don't expect to win. And I think even if we were, um, you know, in, in good form, it would still be a difficult game. So I've been mm-hmm. in bad form and already questions mounting on team and coach. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we will win. But if we see. The effort that we saw back in the last year, and the commitment, and the willingness to play for the coach, whether or, whether or not that is happening, I'm sure I'll have other opinions on that. I think that's that's all we can ask for. That's all I've ever asked for. You know, don't expect to be beating 
these teams, but we just want to see that effort and commitment. Because on us day, we you know we're more than capable. Yeah. So just just give us that effort, commitment, and it's show a, the fans that there is you know you, you do want to play for the club because yeah. that's what means the most to a lot of people. You know, a lot of fans, fans especially of our age, you know, we've not seen us win anything big, and we don't you know winning at one point winning games was a, a rarity. So yeah. we, we're not we're not we're not it's not unusual to not see us winning. Yeah. But it is unusual to not see the players giving hundred percent. So I think if as long as we get that, then I, I can't ask for much more. I'm, I've kind of always been of that mindset, unless we're playing someone that we should be competing with. No, I think you're right. I think we we've just got to we've got to compete first and foremost. After that shambolic effort against Wigan, which I I, I think I be honest, I thought it was shambolic. Um, we need to get back to a level where we're competing with sides before we can start saying we should be winning this game. And yeah, absolutely. I don't think I, don't, I really don't think we'll beat Catalan, but I, it's the cup. Anything can happen. Um, Magic of the cup. That's it. We need John Kier back for this week, don't we? Even though it's all in neutral venues, there's no crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Magic of the cup. Magical occasion is the cup. <laughs> yeah, we have we have on BBC, though, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I, I was very surprised actually. I think, I think our game would be on, but at least we can watch it then. And if it goes yeah. a bit pear shape, you can put arms under the armour or something. Well, it's the Grand National on Saturday, isn't it? So oh, I'll watch that instead. Wait, so it's on at the same time. It's on at the same time. I think yeah. the Grand Nationals at five fifteen. We kick off at five, so I, I don't know how I'm going to do it because I need to watch both. In, in my job, I work in uh, the gambling industry, which might be questionable for a few people but it's not that bad <laughs> honestly um and I, I i i love my horse racing so I, i'm gonna have to watch that so i'll have to watch the rugby and i have to bring a spare telly down and watch them on both you'll screen it yeah yeah just two 60 age tvs on next to each other see <laughs> fast at wakey players like horses we're not answer to that Tom yeah. Johnson. <laughs> Oh dear me! Yeah, you're probably not far on to be fair. No. So we'll, try suppose... we'll, we'll try and orchestrate that. A race between yeah. Tom Johnson and the horse. Yeah, we'll... Tom, if you're listening, yeah. like, just give us a drop us a message. We'll sort it out. We'll get um, my uncle crash involved. He'll sort. Us... <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll sort that off as well. You know, Bob. He'll sort the horse. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that probably wraps up this. Absolute car crash of a week. Yeah, of an episode. I'm, um, gonna, I'm gonna make it a little bit worse. Oh God, I'm going early. Grand final winners, Hull FC. Full stop. I said, what did I say? What did I say in the preseason? I said it was Hull <laughs> FC. No one. You both laughed at me. We did. Now I'm proving you're right. <laughs> this big noggin of mine has knowledge. <laughs> yeah, Hull FC. Grand final winners. I, I suppose Go, probably that's going early. Point to. Uh, <laughs> end this episode on it's an absolute bombshell from dan that we dropped there so yeah um thank you for listening once again uh me and dan really appreciate it and we just want to say thank you for all amy's hard work over the last couple of months um really all, the, all the nice messages as well that she got and I yeah really appreciated them and i think that uh that meant a lot to us so yeah she does she, she really appreciate that yeah it's, it's it's one of those we would have loved for amy to continue doing it with us um, but she feels like it's the right decision to to step away from it. She was instrumental in sort of getting it back up and running after a big long hiatus, um, and really giving us some great ideas to to 
in Acton, and we are really appreciative of that. Um, hopefully she comes back in the future, whether it's permanent host or it's, it's just for a week to moan about something. But uh, when, she, when she's listened to this car crash of an episode, she'll be back next week. Yeah, she'll <laughs> she'll need to take over, won't she? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Thank you for everything, uh, Amy, and thanks for everyone else for listening. Um, and we hope to catch you in the next one. And don't forget our episode with James Bachelor is out on the 9th, which is his birthday. So if you want to send him happy birthday on that day, you can do. I'm sure he'll love me saying that. All aboard the Batch Bus. All aboard the Batch Bus. I think we'll leave it at that, Dan. 